Hey everybody, this is Sean Sewell with the Engagement.com podcast. Really excited to have today's guest. He's a friend and a fellow outdoor athlete and a fellow fitness trainer, Ryan Humphreys. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Woo! Woo! Good to have you, buddy. Cheers, brother. Cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers. Oh, it's a tasty one, too. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. My pleasure. So, Ryan, I met you... Um, I've known about you for years through Existence Athletics. Been stalking. a big stalking, big time on Facebook and Instagram. And then uh, your your colleague Garrett and I actually met in 2015 at a Strong First SFG Kettlebell User Course, actually. And then I met you at the 2017 SFG in Denver. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Strength Sage. Gearvik. <laughs> Gearvik, yeah. yes. <laughs> Strong First Gearvik. Yes. Uh, you and uh, you handle that so well. That cert came in there just boss. I was um, that was one of my favorite certs for sure. They do a great job. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, let's give the readers a little bit more history about you. I know all about you. I'm a big fan. But um, who is Ryan? Mm, great question. <laughs> yes. Currently, I have a little bit of a, of a out of control slash homeless beard going on. Mm-hmm. Right, digging it. it makes some call it a Viking. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. It matches the strength sage. <laughs> um, so yeah, I currently. Uh, current occupation slash role in role in life mm-hmm. uh, co-founder of existence athletics here in denver colorado um, adventure academy um, also a coach there as well um, former military not that that's a huge part of my life but mm-hmm. it was a it was a thing that i did long ago mm-hmm. uh, grew up in missouri pretty much playing outside all the time. Um, nice. Not an athlete. Far from it. Or at least that's the story I, I told myself. Um, yeah, went from being a very non-athletic kid to somehow now running a uh, gym and adventure center. And it's a nice gym, <laughs> Somehow. Too. Yeah. Um, so I guess a little, little, little background. Yeah, so grew up in Missouri, pretty much playing outside every day. Had asthma as a kid. So... Actually had an asthma attack the first time I ran a mile. Mm. Um, that's another story in and of itself. <laughs> uh, I was a little fella. I weighed about seventy pounds in seventh grade. Wow! Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and due to that fact, I ended up getting in martial arts. Nice. <laughs> so just just in case. Yeah. Just take care of anything. <laughs> backup plan. <laughs> so I did taekwondo for a while. Uh, I did that for about six years. Um, loved it, but that was really the only sport that I played. So I didn't really play any sports in high school. I had too many other extracurricular activities that uh, sports were not involved in. Um, yeah, and then I joined the military shortly after because I didn't want to get in trouble. And came out here to Colorado after that. Let me backtrack. Now I'm just rambling. You So you joined the, the Navy? Yes. In Missouri? So from Missouri... I went to, I did two semesters mm-hmm. at college, did not do so well. College is lame. Um, right? <laughs> lame. <laughs> it, it was at that time. Did not have my, my head screwed on straight. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, did a couple semesters, did not go as planned. So I pretty much signed up on a Thursday, left on Sunday, joined the military, joined Whoa. the Navy. Yeah. I have a movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently did not tell my mom. Oh. Um, that was a thing. Big mistake. Yeah, big mistake. Told her later. She was cool with it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a good thing to do, but you should probably tell your mom. Yeah. Um, so 
joined the military, came back. I was I was actually ready to get out of the Navy after about after about six months. Yeah. <laughs> but I still had three and a half years. So <laughs> I met some amazing people. Uh, met some friends that I've you know lifelong friends that I still keep in contact with you know all the time. Um, don't see him as much as I'd like to, but we stay in contact. Uh, got out of the military. Thought I wanted to be a doctor. Went back to school. Went back to Missouri. Um, had my head screwed on straight and. I, yeah, I went pre-med, went biomedical science technically was, uh, that's what Southeast Missouri State called it. Wow. Um, one of my best friends at the time went in the army, got out, and he's now a surgeon practicing out in Washington. So I was like, well, you know, my buddy Eric did it. I'm going to, I can yeah. do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go be a doctor. And wow. without thinking too much about it, um, which was not a great idea. I got up to organic chemistry, which is like the weeder class. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll, that'll kind of, that's the class that, like, how, how uh, serious are you about this? Yeah. And I was not that serious. <laughs> you draw a line at organic chemistry. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, nope, I'm out. Went to the advisor, and I was like, look, I want to help people in some way, shape, or form. I'm not sure if I want to do another 10 years of school, mm-hmm. uh, getting ulcers and losing sleep. and. Oh, you're getting ulcers, just, too? Yeah. Uh, no, oh. he was, and he was telling me all these oh. hor- horrific stories. Oh, okay, yeah. You don't want to listen. Um, but I was like, all right, well, so what, what else is there? What other options are there? So we started talking about physical therapy, occupational therapy, and the school had just unleashed this health management program, health management and exercise science. And he was like, look, you're pretty much, you pretty much have all the requisites now for it after everything else you've done, just a little bit more kinesiology, things like that. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Nice. And at the time, I was thinking, okay, well, I'll do this until. I'll do this for a little while and then I'll jump into physical therapy school or jump into occupational therapy. Came out to Colorado for an internship with the American Lung Association. So that's what brought me to Colorado. Oh wow. Uh, as a kid with asthma, the Lung Association was pretty near and dear to my heart. They have a very cool program or used to called Champ Camp. And so they take a bunch of kids with asthma, they take them out, they show them ropes courses, they kind of give them that that self-confidence, uh, get them comfortable and with the outdoors. And so I just thought that was pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I was their special event coordinator. I was helping them run events and things like call King Supers and ask if you can have 500 oranges for an event that's coming up. So I did that for a little while. Um, that's why I came to Colorado. Long story short, short story long. I ended up leaving uh, the Lung Association and uh, didn't want to leave Colorado. So I just started putting resumes out everywhere. 24-Hour Fitness called me up. And they were one of the places, you know, that I had a background in exercise scientists, uh, in exercise science. Fun fact that I hadn't really thought about until that point was like, you know, you go to school for graphic design, you become a graphic designer, right? You go to school for journalism, you're, you're a journalist. Archaeology, you're an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. But there's not a job out there for an exercise scientist. At oh, least not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, yeah, maybe I should have thought that one through. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. At least it's not Sanskrit. Yeah, right? (laughs) So most people, you know, they used exercise science to jump off into something else. Mm -hmm. So I jumped into 24-hour fitness, and I was like, all right, I'll be a personal trainer for a little while until I find something else. And I had some pretty amazing clients. Like I had just some of the coolest people that I'm still friends with that now are members of of existence. Um, Wow. I don't know if I can say that legally. I didn't take them from 24-Hour Fitness. They just happened to... They just came over somewhere. follow. Yeah, because you're so cool. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so some of those people that I trained back in 2010, um, I'm 
you know, still friends with, still talk to, um, and they're, you know, members of existence, founding members of existence now. And they were so cool. I, I credit them really to me staying in the fitness industry because I could have had some real shithead clients. Oh, sure. You know, that would have got me burned out real quick. Yep. Um, I was doing, as I'm sure you're familiar with, some early morning, you know, most people want to train before they go to work or, you mm-hmm. know, when they get off. So you're working those long hours. You're getting up, you know, 3.45 a.m., 4 a.m. I'm doing 5 a.m. sessions. Uh, I used to hang my hammock up in the back stairwell and just pass out <laughs> in between clients. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'd be training to the evenings too. But some of my early morning clients were these these folks that are still members today, and they were just so damn cool. Yeah. Um, I was like, all right. And watching people do things, you know, they never thought they could do before was something that I was was like, oh, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, I've done some things I didn't think I could do. And when you see other people do that, like, it's very satisfying. It is. Right? It's rewarding beyond words. Yeah. I know a lot of trainers who, they may have passed the first two years of suffer, suffering. Um, they've taken those early sessions and sleeping in offices. And yeah. Yeah. Once you get past that and you see the greater good and you see what you can do with people. It's right. Your motivation is great. Yeah. I think the, the average turnover rate was like three months mm-hmm. at the place I was not not the specific club I was working at, but in in that general industry is about three months. People come in, they're like, "I like to train. <laughs> I think I'll be a trainer." <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, you know, personal training is kind of the I like to call it the wild wild west. Yeah. You know, you can go into any Lifetime Bally's twenty four hour fitness, and you look on the wall and you see twenty different photos. They're all wearing a red shirt or whatever the same color shirt. Mm-hmm big goofy smile and then who knows how many you know acronyms behind their name and the mm-hmm. average person comes in they don't they don't know yeah what that means they're like oh that looks like a nice person mm-hmm. right and then the manager always says we're gonna hook you up with the best our best trainer it's like yeah what they mean is they're gonna hook you up with the trainer with an open slot yes uh, so that's fortunately i had some pretty amazing mentors mm-hmm. um there's a guy jason shots and paul and uh he kind of took me under his wing dude like one of those like too smart for your own good guys like twin brothers of rocket scientists for nasa oh wow and this guy's balls deep into kinesiology (laughs) exercise physiology got a master's in biomechanics and he kind of took me under his wing and i just kind of absorbed everything i could from from this guy i haven't talked to him in a while but that's a um, fascinatingly intelligent mentor yeah he was an amazing he is an amazing human um also a dj you no like way. Yeah. Well, I like him right. more now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creative genius. Yeah. So just just some some awesome people there Yeah. Um, that I met through 24. Spent about four years there and then realized like, okay, maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into this personal training thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm, I'm, seeing peop- I'm seeing trainers come and go and I'm seeing trainers that have been there for a while, learn as much from them as I could and then realizing like, okay, if I am going to do this, I'm not going to half-ass it, right? Got a whole asset, so. <laughs> I've never heard whole ass. Oh, yeah, you got a whole asset, man. <laughs> I am going to use that. <laughs> so decided, yeah, I'm not going to half-ass this. Um, so I just started pretty much spending all my money on certifications, seminars, just learning, like, oh, what's this podcast, right? Yes. That's when, that's when I got into that. Oh, I can empathize so much of that. Every dollar I have and then some I don't have goes yeah. towards education. It's, it's several I don't have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah, who's this Pavel guy? Yeah. Right? What he's, what's he saying about kettlebells, right? I think it's pretty cool. Who's this Kelly Starrett fellow talking about supple leverage? Uh-huh. Right? But, like, and that's, you know, existence kind of grew out of that idea, especially, you know, working at 24-Hour Fitness, you see the class, you see a lot of bodybuilding, mm-hmm. right? A lot of, it's back on Monday, 
chest on Tuesday, arms on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. everybody skips leg day. <laughs> they do. Those grunty weirdos. <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with, well, there is something definitely wrong with skipping oh, leg day. Yeah, but, you can't uh, skip everything. Nothing wrong day. with bodybuilding, right? Yeah. That's, hey, that's, that's your jam, man. But it's very easy to get isolated on these islands, right? So you have your mm-hmm. bodybuilding island over here. Um, then you have, you know, your, your um, TRX training over here. It's TRX or nothing. Mm-hmm. And every certification I went to, it seemed like that, and I get it, you know, you got <clears throat> you to rep your brand, mm-hmm. right? You, you have to say that, like, I mean, if you're, especially to something like a TRX, right? You have to say, hey, this is, like, this is the best thing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, you know, the TRX cert, the guy's like, somebody asked him if he, if he used dumbbells, and he kind of went, pfft. <laughs> I haven't used a dumbbell in like three years. That's, you know, things of the past. And I'm like, that's interesting, interesting take on it. Yeah. You know? These and are all tools in the toolkit, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that, you and I share some very, very similar training philosophies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's saying stuff that works, you know? Everything works, nothing works forever. Yes. There's always room to improve. Uh, but it's so easy to get isolated on like, oh, it's MMA or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's parkour or mm-hmm. nothing. If you're not a parkour athlete, you know, then yeah. Or, you know, you've got kettlebells are like, mm. now strong first is a little bit more multidimensional. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of, to me and to, I think a lot of people, strong first, they associate the kettlebell. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people probably don't know is they have body weight courses, right? They've got barbell courses, mm-hmm. um, endurance courses, programming courses. So that is something I think is a little bit more unique where, you know, CrossFit, I think, tried to do that. That was the initial plan of CrossFit, right, was to specialize and not specializing. Mm-hmm. And then Reebok comes in with millions of dollars, and then ESPN comes in, and next thing you know, it's CrossFit Games. And everybody is introduced to CrossFit via, you know, these giants. <laughs> the fit, they're introduced to CrossFit, which was a great thing for people getting off the couch, right? Now mm-hmm. there's 15,000 affiliates around the world. Um, and you know, we initially affiliated with CrossFit when we opened existence, we were a CrossFit affiliate for the first four years. I've got nothing but love for CrossFit. It just wasn't the direction that, that we were going. Yeah. CrossFit was always like one of the things that we did, but it was never who we were. Makes sense. You know, I think several years ago, even before I met you, you were hosting a certification, uh, Lay Movement Natural. Um, what was that movement? Um, uh, MoveNet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was wonderful how you would have CrossFit, MoveNet, um, barbells, kettlebells, uh, all of it. Like yeah. Training, I think, training people the way they should move and train. Yeah. It's really cool. And this one, who knows, this podcast might get me in trouble. But <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, that philosophy of everything works, nothing works forever. Mm-hmm. When we first opened, so a little bit of background on, uh, so as I'm at 24-Hour Fitness, right, I'm, I'm going after, you know, I want the FMS. I want to be the functional movement screen guy, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be the TRX guy. I want to be the kettlebell guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I want it all. Yeah. Because you can learn from all these folks. And then, you know, you start to realize, like, a lot of these people are saying the same stuff. They're using the same principles, mostly from the Russians. Right? <laughs> They're using a lot of the same principles. Um, they all have their own language, mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of, and, and which further kind of isolates themselves. And then I, I don't remember exactly how I got into it, but uh, MoveNet. Mm-hmm. So I came across MoveNat, which is, you know, Move Natural, stands for Move Natural, and developed by this guy, Erwan Lacour, based on, um, you know, the French, La Method de Naturel, mm-hmm. bastardized that. Well, uh, we both did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Erwan's er- got this video online called The Workout the World Forgot, 
And I'm sure if, if you've seen MoveNet, if you're into that, you, you've probably heard that before or watched that video. And I was like, okay, this shit, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is different. This is moving. I'm, you know, uh, big evolution nerd. And I love, I love nerding out on like, oh, was it Australopithecus before uh, uh, this guy or this guy before that guy? And, uh, you know, all they, all they really had to say for me was evolutionary movement. And I was like, I'm in. I'm yep. listening. Yep. Um, it was probably my time after I found, you know, kind of paleo, Rob Wolf, all those things kind of flowing together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I watched this work out the world forgotten. I'm like, yes, okay, moving like a human. That makes sense, right? What would a human, what would a human do that wasn't living in Denver in 2019? Yes, you know? with a leg extension machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or America 100 years ago, 200 years ago. But, like, what should humans do, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, snake, slither, fish, swim, like humans... We can do a lot of shit. We can jump and crawl and catch and throw and carry and climb and um, all types of fun shit. Yeah. So found out MoveNet was doing, uh, MoveNet was hosting a certification in Denver. And I was like, okay, it's my backyard. The certification is not inexpensive, right? None of these, none of these things None of the good ones are. No. And, you're, and like well worth it. I know that's, that's a lot of people's big beef with certifications. So you're going to pay how much for how many days? And, you know, it, you're learning from experts in the field now i'm just selling certifications we are together <laughs> man I, i'll sell them all day long all day. every time i take a 15 hour course yeah. for a strong first body weight or sfg or yeah. fms it's an investment because yeah. it's a tool you have in your toolkit that you will help people for the rest of your life 100 percent worth it and uh like tony robbins has a a phrase that i like to use especially with certifications and that's turning decades into days mm, you know like that. when you are are in the room with somebody like a powell or a kelly starrett you know or um, an Irwan or any of these guys, it's like, okay, they spent their life learning this, packaging up into the system. You have an opportunity from, you know, the horse's mouth to learn this stuff, yes. you know, and things that you probably would have fucked up for, you know, the next several years. Now you get an opportunity to go, ah, whew, glad I didn't make that mistake. Right. right? And then um, you get the, like, the, the, the bonus offer that's not listed on their website, and that is the community. Right, so there are oh, people, yeah. the people that like yourself, you know, through Strong First. Oh, now I know Sean Sewell, right? Yeah, nine minutes like, away. Yeah, <laughs> nine minutes away. <laughs> we do this more often. <laughs> um, then I'm at this MoveNet seminar. I meet this guy, um, Dan, and you know we're we're moving naturally. We're crawling and climbing and uh, beating the shit out of ourselves. <laughs> it was a rough cert. Is this good. Dan? Uh, this is Dan, yeah. Oh, nice. So, never met him before. Um, he's from New Jersey and moved out here. He had just gotten out of the Air Force a um, little bit ago. He was training. His back uh, background was CrossFit, so he was doing CrossFit football, CrossFit strongman. Um, not CrossFit strongman, but like strongman certs. He was into a little bit more Olympic style slash CrossFit at the time. I had just barely been introduced to CrossFit at 24 Hour Fitness, so I was coming from a little bit more traditional-esque strength and conditioning style. And, um, but both of us, you know, we just, I think it was over like lunch one day, we start talking about, you know, the outdoors, start talking, oh, military, oh, you're, yeah, Air Force, Navy. Um, somehow got onto like scouts and was like, oh yeah, Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, yeah. <laughs> no way, yeah. both you guys? Yeah. Oh, um, that's awesome. So we just, we just start like, hey, we got a lot of, got a lot in common with this guy. And we start, yeah. we start joking around about the, uh, you know the CrossFitter that that walks in that the the CrossFitter that asks what your friend time is 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 just as douchey as the in my opinion as the guy that asks what's your bench. Oh, that's you a know? good correlation. Yeah, like the walking into a you know a a bro, a bro gym. What's your bench? That's kind of the joke, right? right. Like, well, what's your bench, son? Uh, mm. 
that is kind of like I see no difference in that. I'm like, what's your friend time, bro? <laughs> right? Like it's very, it's very broy. Yeah. Um, what? Hey, and if that's your thing, that's like not knocking it. But just, it's, just, it's funny. Thing. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. That's a nice way of saying it. Interesting. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Very positive spin. <laughs> always. Always positive. My beer can is always at least half full. Yes. Until <laughs> um, it's not. Yeah, then it's obviously not. <laughs> it's time for another. It's pretty dang close. Um, but you know, it's, very, it's very easy to get, you know, even, even the move neck guys. Mm-hmm. I love them. But some of them are like, oh, you're still working out inside, bro? <laughs> Sometimes you're you have not, to. You're not just swinging on trees? Right. It was like, I get it, man. That's, it is amazing. Like, yeah, we should be outside more. But there's also maybe room for a TRX. Mm-hmm. To the TRX guy that's like, bro, you're still using a barbell? It's like, yeah, I like the barbell. Right. And you, can, you can't deadlift on a TRX. Mm-hmm. And not that everybody has to be deadlifting, but, man, great exercise, right? No, you're, you're so right. And I like talking about this. Well, I love talking about this kind of stuff because you, you definitely uh, were on the same page. Just did another mace, my third mace certification did this yeah, weekend. How was that? Oh, it was so fun. Tyler, the owner of Kips, was a fascinating person. You'd love him. Working on his doctorate. We talked about all this really nerdy shit. You'd yeah. love it. So, um, again, his favorite tool is actually Indian clubs, of all mm. things. So we talk about Indian clubs and mobility and joint, you know, range of motion and then uh, how to utilize different tools. Like, it was so cool the way he presented the mace. He's like, think about it like a rip trainer. Like, I'm rip trainer certified. Yay. So then thing about the mace as a rip trainer as a as a viper like all of some yeah. movements like it's just tools like it's a tool it's yeah. a tool it's if a tool you're if you're a fitness coach or a trainer you have to be able to adapt you have to know how people move or how they should move how to screen them with the fms or whatever other tools you want to use and then create a plan accordingly and adapt because mm-hmm. things might be taken up in the gym if you're training in a busy gym which hopefully you are and for you trainers out there if you think your tool is the only tool you're a tool. You're the tool. <laughs> <laughs> we should trademark that. <laughs> Classic Humphreys. Love it. Um, but yeah, that's the, you know, like looking at the MoveNet guys, the parkour guys, the CrossFit guys, and it was still still very separated. So Dan and I kind of joked around like, what if there was a place? Dan always likes to say, you know that scene in Wayne's World? Mm-hmm. And he opens the door and there's a bunch of fucking ninjas <laughs> training in there. It's like, that's kind of, I, I didn't have that scene, but I was like, yes, that, that kind of style, right? Yeah. So there's some place where people, are, they're not training to get on stage. Yeah. You know, they're not training to like just get shredded. They're not training to just be able to lift the most weight they could possibly lift. They're not training necessarily to train. They're training because of what they want to do outside of the gym, yes. right? Um, and everything else is a byproduct. And if you're training well, if you're doing, you know, the shit that you should be doing, um, the most bang for your buck exercise and all those aesthetic things, those are just, those are byproducts. I totally agree. Um, yeah. No, so. that's why I resonate so much with you. Um, to all listeners out there uh, and readers, you should definitely check out Existence Athletics Facebook page and um, and Ryan's Strength Sage Instagram page and get an idea of what, what you do personally and what you do with the people you train. Um, you do walk the walk. It's cool. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. <laughs> no, but it's really true, though. Um, let's, talk, let's talk about some of the things you do with the, your, your, I don't say clients, the people who come to existence. What yeah. are some of the outdoor activities you guys organize for them? Um, yeah, so it, it's interesting, like, even just that, you know, the client, the terminology. I know, it's tricky, right? So we've used... I go back and forth. So they at personal at twenty four hour fitness. They were all personal training clients. Mm-hmm. Um, that transition, especially like strong first, they're students, mm-hmm. and that I really like. I agree. Um, I like, yeah. We're all students. Right? Always, always a student. Student of strength. Mm-hmm. 
deep. <laughs> Good um, and members. So now we have this membership, right? So yeah. like the core values at existence are adventure, community, and education. And the mission, right, going back, is that the mission of existence is to inspire a life of active existence through adventure, community, and education. So using those core values, right, the thought was, okay, Dan and I love the outdoors, right? We enjoy fitness. We're not the classic gym rats, though, right? I'm not in there with the gallon of water, you know, spending two hours a day. Like, yeah, I like fitness to the extent that um, it gets me able to do the things that I want to do, and it makes me feel good. And I've got goals in my fitness levels, but I'm not, you know, I, I train three, maybe four days a week mm-hmm. and have for the last six years, I guess, since we've been open. And I could say that using using those, you know, techniques i'm the strongest now even post-surgery not this moment but (laughs) recovering yeah um that i've ever been though like this is the strongest fastest you know more mobile than i've ever been in my life which is kind of crazy doesn't it feel Um, great minimal amount of work maximal effect Uh, it's it's so awesome minimal Uh, effective dose i love the minimal effective dose Um, but kind of going back to the you know the membership one of the ideas was well you know, I didn't know too many people in Colorado. Dan didn't know too many people in Colorado. And if we can create a community of like-minded individuals that really, you know, want to train hard indoors for all the cool shit that they want to do outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're somebody that has tackled all the 14ers and you just want some friends to help you do maybe those last couple that are maybe really hairy, you know, those little class higher levels, mm-hmm. uh, maybe need some ice axes, some, uh, some, some ropes, well, maybe this could be an opportunity for you to meet people you know like that and when you train with people and you see you know that guy or girl in class and you're like hmm okay strong motherfucker yeah got your back you want <laughs> right? to know like, that guy hmm, i wouldn't mind that person belaying me yes right yeah uh, so that was kind of the idea from the very and from the very beginning it was like well, what if we took these bigger retreats too so if i'm going to go hike rainier right or do i mean well, i was going to say everest but it's just a shit show now. I know. Uh, right? That's a whole can of worms right there. <laughs> my, my buddy, That's why I'm not doing it, because it's a total shit show. Right? <laughs> yes. Too many people. Yeah, <laughs> I Well, my friend Will Coleman just got back from Rainier, actually. Yeah? Head on next week to debrief and go over everything. Yeah. But, yeah, um, so your bigger retreats. Um, so, yeah, so we, we started looking at, okay, what are what are some things we are not necessarily... I'm not an I'm not a outdoor guide, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a mountain guide, but... The thought was, well, if we can create this space, right? If we can create this this hub of um, of training of people who who love this stuff, we can partner with some of the coolest, uh, most knowledgeable folks. You know, they don't just have to be cool; they gotta be knowledgeable. Right. <laughs> we need some knowledgeable <laughs> folks in the industry. So one of the first partnerships we did was uh, Front Range Climbing. So Front Range Climbing is one of the biggest outfitters climbing west of the Mississippi. Massive. They're de- located down Colorado Springs. They do more climbing trips around Colorado, I think Utah, um, than just about anybody else. So we partnered up with them for, we've done an, our epic Moab trip a couple of times, which is which is pretty badass. I've seen some pictures. So like seven days, you know, from slot canyons to, you know, climbing, rappelling, just all types of cool shit. I don't um, know any other gym that does that. That's so cool. Like that does these week-long retreats and uses the skills from within the gym outside. Yeah. And I've, I've seen more, so MoveNet has retreats i've seen a lot of you'll see a lot of yoga retreats you know sure, it's, it's not those, necessarily yeah. like your yoga studio is all going to do it it's more mm-hmm. like hey you like yoga come do this big retreat and uh i'm just putting a vibe out there for 2020 peru who knows ayahuasca just uh yeah okay uh, i'm in 
What's that? Uh, what, the Vine of that? Life, I believe. Yes. Uh, I don't know anything about that. No, that Why do you have some? Oh, uh, could get some, yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, but yeah, possibly, possibly Peru 2020. I'm sitting at the more people I talk about it with, right? Yeah. Well, talk about it, share it. There's some ears on this podcast. Um, so Moab, we've, uh, so Ure, ice climbing in Ure. Oh, how cool. Pretty, pretty spectacular. That's and like so, a mecca. yeah, this is, you know, coming from, you know, the little asthmatic kid that, you know, did, did no group sports getting into, you know, moving to Colorado, I realized like, oh shit. I almost died on my first 14er. It was a fucking horrific experience. Yeah. It was terrible. And I was like, okay, I'm a personal trainer. I should be a little bit better at this stuff, right? Um, And realizing, oh, perhaps I shouldn't just do leg press, right? What else is out there? Um, And that's what really kind of got me started to like, okay, well, how should I be training if I want to be proficient in... And I I don't need to be, you know, a top mountain climber. I'm not competing in the outdoors, but I'm also not competing in the gym. No. So I don't necessarily need to do CrossFit every day. I don't need to throw down and go as fast as I you know possibly can with the most weight I can lift um, until I just till it's a complete suffer fest. But maybe every now and then I need to test myself. Yeah. Right. So figuring out okay, what are the what are the exercises? What are the fundamentals? The programming that gives you the most bang for your buck, right? Without adding increase to injury, things like that. No, I I'm fully with you. I um I really enjoy talking with you over pokey and chunks of beef and double espressos, mm. and uh, <laughs> I like your notebooks and your your whiteboards at your game central station. <laughs> we have a lot of whiteboards. I'll, I'll try and find a picture to put up in this podcast to, to, so the listeners can get a visual. Um, I, back in uh, when was it? A few months back, we were talking about doing a, a training program and hosting like a a, a day long or weekend long certification or not even certification, just education. Yeah. And uh, watching your your brain work of how you would segment and work up to these different things was really magnificent. That's scary. Magnificent's one word for it. I, I positive twist. Beer is always half full. Right. There you go. <laughs> no, it was really impressive. Um, well, yeah, we should touch on that in a bit. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, we've covered a lot of territory already. This is great. Um, I like how that uh, asthmatic young man from Missouri joins the Navy, gets out, uh, becomes a trainer, enabling people to do the things that you want to do and help them do what they want to do outdoors, taking retreats, getting people out, living their best lives. It's it's really inspiring, man. Really cool stuff. Yeah, and it was um, – That's thanks, man. It's 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 been a ride. For, for sure. sure. <laughs> if you would have asked the kid who was joining the Navy at 19, you know, what he would be doing at, at 38. Um, you know, when I, when I joined the military, pretty much everybody I know, um, most of my close friends had been arrested at least once. In Missouri, um, it's interesting. You ever been to Missouri? I grew up in Nebraska. I go to Missouri to get fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Because Missouri's got the good shit. They do. <laughs> You ever heard the phrase, there's a, there's a time and a place for everything, and it's called college? I've heard of it. Well, in Missouri, it's called high school. Mm. Starts a little Not necessarily because people in Missouri don't go to college. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm <laughs> Sounds saying. like it. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in high school, um, there's lots of opportunities to get into nefarious activities. There's lots oh, of opportunities yes. just to, to get into shit that a lot of people don't get into until they're a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was just seeing a lot of folks um, that I was running with getting in trouble. Um, I had been arrested once mm-hmm. and, uh, it's another story. Maybe got arrested oh. on prom night on prom night. Yeah. That is a story we should probably hear sometime. <laughs> sometime. Yeah. Um, so actually I was on probation when I joined the Navy and, um, 
that was just kind of an interesting transitional time in my life of like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. At that time, I had failed out of my second semester at college, and they said, yeah, don't come back until you're, uh, <laughs> you can come back in six months. I was on academic probation the first semester. They put me on academic suspension the second semester. Um, so I was like, okay, I've got six months, don't know. I don't know exactly what to do. I was working at a gas station mm-hmm. and Outback Steakhouse. Wow. And uh, I was having fun. Well, sure. I was, <laughs> I was partying it up much as an 18, 19 year old kid, you know, could. Ryan, um, I, I, just, I like the side of you. I I had, was on probation several times and have been arrested several times and yeah. kicked out of high schools, five of them, and college, three of those. So I, I know it's yeah, like man. the transitional phase of exploring sure. who you are and what's important to you, what's worth working for. Yeah. Look at you now. Yeah. Shit. Shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, good dialogue. Good dialogue. Um, well, okay. Existence Athletics. So yeah. this is going on, you're five years in, celebrating six years next week? Celebrating six years this Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. How exciting, man. Cherry Creek State Park, throwing down some barbecue. Bring the Traeger? I am not bringing the Traeger. I think it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I have used... Shout out to Trigger Grills. <laughs> Seriously. I have used that thing three times a week probably for the last three years. Wow. Yeah. And my roommates. Yeah. It's phenomenal. You're feeding like a small army in that, that den of men. Yeah. The den of men. <laughs> that came out awkward, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a den of men <laughs> at that house. a den of men. I visited the Gaines Central Station for a brainstorming session and a chunk of meat and a strong coffee. That's how we roll That's over there. That's how you roll. I, I appreciate it. meat. That's right. It was a, <laughs> as a plate of sirloin. I was like, that, I'm in. <laughs> how do you take your meat? On a plate, maybe. On a plate. Yeah. With some salt. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Hands. Uh, really good stuff. Um, yeah. Six years. That's incredible. On. Yeah. Six years. So, when, so Dan and I met at that MoveNet seminar seven years ago. And turns out we were like, oh, I think we're kind of talking about the same thing. You mean like a place where you could train everything? Like maybe a little parkour? Maybe some. Uh, maybe we take some uh, nutrition tips from the bodybuilders. Maybe we take you know, some of the intensity stuff from the crossfitters. Maybe we take some of that natural movement and we kind of mix it all around on our little existence cauldron, figure out you know, what that is, and we take all that and kind of program it around seasonal activities. Yeah. You know, what, what if that was a thing? What would that look like? And then... Maybe we talk about wilderness survival. Maybe we go on campouts. Maybe we do, Ooh, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. And so we start. We're like, hey, maybe we should go have a beer. Yeah, right? let's go have a let's go have a beer or a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple weeks after the seminar, we all got together, and um, yeah, we we had that beer and we started talking. We started just taking notes and we were just kind of sharing like, oh, did you listen to that Rob Wolf podcast? Did you listen to that? <laughs> did you, you know this book and this certification? Just nerding out hard. Oh yeah. Uh, we did that for several months until we realized like okay this is this is a thing um we'd spend like four hours at coffee shops just um on different logo design and stuff like that like okay i think this is real right we're gonna we're gonna do this thing and then one year later we opened up uh opened up the doors of existence wow for a movement seminar fun fact (laughs) wow yeah that is beyond serendipitous (laughs) you can't make that up yeah Uh, well that's a really really awesome story of how that became and how you and dan started a friendship in uh, an awesome awesome gym yeah very Six cool. years. Congrats, man. Thank you, sir. It's not easy to do that. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to you and Dan. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So, since you are a fitness expert, um, what would be some of your favorite exercises or least favorite? Mm. 
Well, I know there's a lot of least favorite. Let's go with favorite. <laughs> It'd be way easier. You know, I I used to have just several favorite exercises, I guess. And I, that's a tough one. I know. If I'm I'm in the state where like if I'm if I'm doing the exercise, if I don't like it, like I'm thinking about why don't I like it? Right? It's because you need it. You don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. If it hurts, yeah, that I don't anything that I don't anything that hurts me, I don't like. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> right? But a big difference between like soreness mm-hmm. and like pain. Yeah. So I don't really have any exercises that I don't like to do. It depends on now if you're asking me to do them when I'm tired. Fair. Um, different. Yeah, I, I would say like I I don't have too many exercises that I that I don't like. I have exercises that I don't prescribe. Sure. Um, you know, can't use that word. Can't use that word legally, right? Prescribe. No, no. Recommend. Recommend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to our members, but. Uh, yeah, there's there's there are certain things that just like mm, why why would you do that, you know? Yeah, that that goes my pretty often. Yeah. Why? What is the why here? Well, I I very much enjoy the deadlift. If I was gonna pick one, just because I've got my uh, ape index, right? The uh, like arm arm length to height. My arm length is about four inches longer than my <laughs> than my height. Wow. It's a little awkward. I don't know if you've ever noticed. I, it's very monkey-like. No, oh, yeah. well, I notice you like monkeys, and Chloe's noticing how much of a monkey you are now, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Very primal. Very so primal, yeah. for the deadlift, my femur and my tibia are about the same length, which is also a little, maybe a little abnormal. So I've got these long arms, little legs. Deadlift is very, like, I don't have to go that far, especially if I go sumo. Yeah. I barely have to pick that thing up. Wow, that's some good insight. Uh, so, yeah, I am... All right, deadlift. That that's is an easy win. There. That is, that, yeah, that's that's probably my number one. That's my desert island exercise. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, since you are an outdoor enthusiast, uh, some, what are some of your favorite outdoor activities to do? That's a great question. Um, yeah, I moved out here with kind of that. Ooh, I like to mountain bike. Mm-hmm. I've been whitewater rafting before. I've been climbing before. I've been skiing. And even still, I've been out here for 10 years. I wouldn't call myself a skier, a climber, a boarder. Um, I wouldn't call myself one of those things in particular. So it's more of just being comfortable doing any of that. Uh, I like all of it. Climbing, probably more, more so like rock climbing, bouldering. Mm-hmm. I haven't done as much with the, with the leg, so... For those of you that don't know, I had a cyst removed out of my out of my knee. It was pretty funky and drive me crazy for a long time. But yes. that is that is something. Um, fortunately, I know some people who climb a lot more than I do and are way better at it. And uh, so I'm looking forward to the next several years with these folks, just yeah. picking their brains and and playing on rocks. That was something that I I I get a little little bit of I would say jealousy. You know, when I drive drive around and you see like these little rock walls. Colorado's got rock walls all over like every playground. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't have a rock wall when I was on the playground. <laughs> yeah, slide. And monkey bars. Trees. Monkey yeah, bars. Monkey bars, yeah. Like rock climbing. That wasn't even a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. Yeah. But then I think, oh yeah, I should have gotten in this years ago. I'm like, oh well you didn't. <laughs> you didn't and you're here now, so what can you do? Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, climbing I just I just like being outside, um, hiking. I'm more 
just like sleeping outside. That's my favorite like thing ever. in the woods. I get two nights a week at least <laughs> sleeping outside. Yeah. I would yeah. go crazy otherwise. I need to get more of that. Man, you're always welcome to come along. I, yeah, I need some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just getting out. Um, I moved to Denver thinking that I was moving. Like from Missouri, Denver's the mountains. Yeah. Right? From Cape Girardeau, Missouri, like Denver is, that's the mountains. Oh, for sure. Growing right? up in Nebraska, everybody went to Colorado for the vacation. Growing up, I never had a vacation. We saw grandparents and that was it so then when we moved to Colorado I'm like oh permanent vacation yeah yeah and here we are yeah and you know that we are not necessarily in the mountains no but I make excuses flat. all the time right it's like oh, oh the traffic oh the, the traffic will be there <laughs> audiobooks and podcasts man oh yeah there it is oh yeah well that's great um I look forward to getting up in the mountains with you and um yeah, I totally agree. My favorite thing is just being outside. Anything else is ancillary. Just being outside, whether it's raining, snowing, sunny. I like. I got. I was camping on Monday night. I got up at two a.m., two to four, and just stood outside and stared in the sky and watched shooting stars. That's it. Yes. <laughs> I think I had like a piece of beef jerky or something. And it was perfect. That's all it was. Have you been to the uh, sand dunes? For the first time ever, for my my wedding anniversary on summer solstice yeah. this year. Beautiful. I went for the first time this year as well. Isn't it amazing? Holy shit, man. Oh my! How how did the hell we miss that out the whole time? What did they? Uh, it's there's a name for there's there's a that location is like one of the it's a it's a, it's a black spot. I don't know exactly what it's Ooh. called. You know, you know I've heard of blue about? spots. I haven't heard of black spots. It's I probably got probably got it completely wrong, but it's one of the <laughs> darkest areas. Um, oh, for like stars. Yeah, in the nation. I had no idea. Well, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, we stayed up late watching a lot of stars. Yeah, it's like one of the best places to one of the best places to uh, look at the sky. Well, I had no idea. It's also like just one of the best places to visit. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a national park. It's the Sun Grade Christos Blood of Christ Mountains. There's 14 years popping up out of a desert yeah. in the middle of Colorado yeah. with a freaking river run through it. Uh, you sweet. can't make this like straight out of Star Wars. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Very. I want to yeah. go back tomorrow. <laughs> Very Star <laughs> we'll do Wars. Do a trip. Like- uh, well, we've covered a lot of territory. Um, this is really good. And uh, don't, don't uh, fret, you'll be back on many, many more times. We'll have a lot more to talk about because we have a lot more topics to scratch on the surface with Ryan here. <laughs> Barely scratching on the surface. It's like an appetizer. He did. Someone needs to interview you. You get some of those. Oh, topics. really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll flip the script someday and mm-hmm. get a couple of shots of vodka in me and we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Blow some wine. Uh, he's crazy, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, I look forward to that opportunity if you're uh, up for it, Mom, there, right? Um, Again, so uh, this weekend, if you're here in Denver or in Colorado in general, um, come celebrate with Ryan and Dan, their six-year anniversary for Existence Athletics. Just two really good guys doing really good things at Cherry Creek State Park. Yeah. That's awesome. What's like $10 to get in Cherry Creek State Park? Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, five or ten bucks to get in. Yeah. Um, That's per per vehicle, so you can carpool. And, uh, yeah, going to be out at Swim Beach at 11 a.m., be doing a little uh, swim beach workout. Oh, that's right awesome. There. I would be there till then. I'll be there. But I'm in Park City. Oh, nice. I'll be on a raft with my wife. Nice. So otherwise, we'll be celebrating vicariously with you guys. Cool, man. Well, yeah. um, to find out more about you, Ryan, where should people head to? Uh, you could go to existenceathletics.com. That's kind of the overview of the website. If you're just like, holy shit, man, I got to get into this place. I got to see mm-hmm. what this is all about. Then you could go to adventure720.com, and that's how you could sign up for anything. Uh Instagram, that's the strength sage. That's so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but thinking about changing that. I don't know what to, but... Uh, I, I think strength is such a good one. I mean... this beard. Yeah, it's ferocious. Yeah. Is there a bird in there? Ferocious, possibly. <laughs> Ryan the Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, you have an ebook too, right? Do you have an ebook? 
Um, yeah, you can find that on existenceathletics.com. Uh, it's actually really well done, too. How to train for adventure and become a badass. And look good naked. And look good, and look good naked <laughs> while you're doing it. That's right. I read the book twice. <laughs> <laughs> Not training naked. I mean, no, you could. could. I mean, my bells get weird. I train in my bedroom, as you saw. <laughs> so I'm. A, I'll leave that at that. Um, the dogs are always naked, though. Right. Um, well, Ryan, pleasure having you on here. Um, we'll have you on again uh, over the summer as things progress. And are you going to be at the SFG for Strong First? Are you going to be there, you and Garrett? Probably, probably not. Oh, I think okay. I, I think I missed my missed my cutoff. Oh well, on that. But um, we are hosting Strong First Barbell Certification in October. Ooh, that's at very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Mike Hartle. Um, nice. So he will be he will be hosting, um, yeah, three day certification Strong First Barbell Cert. So very much Ooh. looking forward to that. I believe it's the 11th, 12th, and 13th of I have, October. I have a friend already signed up, Kim. Yeah, she's nice. one of my co-admins for the Boulder Backcountry Ski Group. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be cool learning how Strong First applies those kind of all the principles that allowed me to get probably stronger than I ever had with the kettlebell. Mm-hmm. Apply those principles to barbells as well. Mm. Pretty sweet. I'm super tempted. I've done the body weight and I've done the SFG. It's been my third time doing SFG, and I have not done the the barbell one yet. So I'll be either picking your brain or attending. Yeah, the Russians, man, they know things. They know a few things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's all from uh, the Engamer.com podcast. Really excited to have Ryan here. We'll have him back in the future. This is Sean Sewell. If you have any questions, please uh, send me over an email at Sean at Engamer.com. Don't forget to give us a follow on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. And um, launched just today, we have a giveaway. It is freaking awesome. You can win two VIP tickets to see Free Solo at Red Rocks. Oh, shit. I know, right? Why aren't you signed up yet? Just I wasn't trying to check my phone during this, but we have 50 people signed up um, already in the last hour and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good turnout. Um, and don't forget, you can have as many entries as you want. You can uh, tag friends on Facebook or Instagram and all those things. You can sign up to uh, like the Facebook page and you know email list, whatever you want. Each time gives you an entry. And we have over $600 worth of gear to give away. We have crag bags, chalk bags, earth treks, memberships, uh, uh, bent gate, uh, just a ton of shit, dude. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Black Diamond's giving us Alex's harness here like, next week. So what? I know, right? Who gives a shit? Can you get to see free solo at Red Rocks and free dude, beer? Oh, I my will God. definitely. I'll, I'll <laughs> share that. For yeah, sure. I don't know why I didn't make a bigger deal that earlier. But um, anywho, love you guys for listening to this. And uh, until next time, take care.